Welcome to that podcast, episode 66. I am your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me what time it is. Paper, yo. Got to make that loop. Oh, yes, it will be a big topic today. But we have to stop to make before we get there. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm Joel Lynn along with Jason Shirley. Oh, yeah. Um, episode 66. Uh, Jason has a little trip to the old uh, corner of the room here, which we like to call Corrections Corner. Hey, I don't remember saying that. Yeah, well, when we were playing grab ass jumping around at the beginning of uh, the last episode, yeah. where it was episode 65. Correct. Um, I misidentified Mark Bortz. He was, he's good old number 62. 65 was Noah Jackson. Buddha was okay. 65. Right. My guy. That's okay. Noah and uh, Reavy Sori, number 69. Those were my two favorite bears of that era. Yeah. So, um, so sorry to Mark Bortz. Yes. Our apologies, Bordzilla. Uh, and moving on. Moving on to uh, this weekend, momentous days in Illinois. Yeah, apparently we have a, a gangster as a governor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run on pot and gambling. That's right. I'm going to win, and I'm going to push it through. And I'm going to do it in the first four months I'm in office. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for those of you that don't live in Illinois, mm. um Sorry, but we're going to talk about this for a little bit. Um, so today, Jay, breaking news. I wish we had the... I know. we got to put that somewhere on the soundboard. We do. we got to find um, that. Tom, get on yeah, that. Come on, man. You're the producer. Jesus. Fuck. Anyway, um, by a, uh, a vote, Jay, of the uh, final score of Super Bowl twenty, ironically, mm. 46 to 10 uh-huh. in the uh, state Senate, uh, House or, or Bill SB 60, 690 has passed. We're in. Done. And am I correct in assuming that no Republicans voted for this? No, that's not true. Oh, really? No. Okay, but all the no votes were Republicans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There might have been a Democrat or two, but mainly Republican. Yeah. So uh, House Bill 690 says this. So they talked with Mike, uh, Representative Mike Zalewski. Uh, who was one of the major contributors to the beginning of all this, mm-hmm. who bowed out at the end. Uh-oh. Um, well, they're in politics, it's just the way it works. Right. At any rate. So they had a thing where they, it was going to be part of just a general revenue, that's where the money was going to go mm-hmm. from sports gambling. Mm-hmm. And I think around Friday, Thursday maybe Friday, they realized that wasn't going to pass. Oh. 
that the way they had it wasn't going to pass. Okay. So guess what? We're staying so, the weekend. So here's what we're going to do. A, we're going to stay the weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll order a bunch of pizza. Right. And um, we're going to include it in the capital bill. So for roads and schools and stuff like that. All of a sudden, the opposers kind of perked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means that some of that money is going to go to my district. Yeah. Which right. is what it's all about. Right. Grease enough palms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Shawshank. It really is. It really is. It kind of is. So they included as part of a bill that also, for us people that live in Illinois, hope you're sitting down, <laughs> uh, doubles the gas tax. Yeah. So now we're at 38 cents a gallon from 19. Yeah. Raises the uh, renewal fee on your license plate by 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it also raises for you smokers out there in Illinois who I can't believe there are any left a dollar a pack more tax on cigarettes. Sin tax. Just smokes, not booze. Oh, no. Oh. They doubled the tax on beer and alcohol. Okay. And what about soda? No. Okay. That was Rounder's deal. Yeah. 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 That was Rounder's deal. Uh, but at any rate, so they, we are going to pay paying a lot more in taxes and fees. But to be fair, our, be state's, fair. our state's broke. So, oh, dude. So, uh, yeah, this is all necessary funds. And we need to get our roads rebuilt. Here in Illinois, the roads are oh. shit. They're terrible. And you can go no further than my drive down here. Yeah, they have, to realize that. Know, five or six miles of I-55 just torn asunder. But, you know, even county, with what we pay for taxes. Yeah. We should be driving on glass. Yes, gold. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Gold's a little soft. We run the snow plows over it, it might tear it up. But at any rate, I digress. So the the bill's passed. Um, I'm going to attempt to make heads and tails of it, and I'll run it. I'll run the run the deeds past you. you. Let me know what you think. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Are you going to have Margot Robbie in a bathtub tell it to me, or that would be better? Okay. A lot better. Right. But I'm going to have to do. Oh, well, all right. Okay. So, uh, point one, there are going to be six new casinos in the state. Mm. Land-based. Okay. One's going to be in Waukegan. Wow. One's going to be in my neck of the woods in the south suburbs, town to be determined. Okay. There's going to be one in Danville. Okay. Another one downstate somewhere, like, uh, I'm not sure where. And then a mega casino in Chicago. Wow. Proper. Now, on Friday, Lori Lightfoot, the new mayor of Chicago, uh-huh. was against the bill. And a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Sure. Saturday. She was all for it? She was all for it. Yeah. Well, the sports gambling part of it, I think, is what she was uh, against. Really? Yeah. Specifically, there's language in the bill that allows venues to have a kiosks. Yeah. A kiosk or kiosks. That's what it's all about. Wagering, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was against that. United Center should have ten on every level. Yes, correct. Um, so so that's p- part one. The the stations currently right now you can have no more than twelve hundred gaming stations in a casino. Chicago's going to have four thousand, <laughs> up to four thousand. Wow. Um, right now, right now, casinos, racetracks. And 
I think that's it. Casinos and racetracks are going to be the first ones to have it. Okay. To have gambling, sports gambling. Uh-huh. They will also get slot machines. So the tracks, the, the racetracks are the big winners here because uh-huh. they not only got sports gambling there, they also got slots. Right. Which is something they should have had long ago, but I digress. Well, since the friends of ours yeah. that used to be in Joliet that are pretty much running Roselle right now. <laughs> yes. Um, they don't care that the casinos aren't there. Because they're still going to get a piece of whatever's coming out of that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm talking contractors sure. and waste management of and yeah. sure. Well, there's a lot of jobs to be had. Oh, yeah. According to old JB, it's 10,000 jobs. Yeah. So another thing is online, those casinos and racetracks can start offering sports gambling as soon as they want to. Online, they can. Correct. And in the venue. But there's a caveat, as there always is in Illinois. Number one, you have to go to a casino or a track that you want to bet with and sign up in person. Oh, okay. So you have to register in person and fund your initial deposit Okay. in person. I'm good with that. So you show your ID. and Sure. Where are we going to go? Arlington? Uh, Well, there's a casino like five minutes from my house. Well, not five minutes. Hollywood and Joliet. Oh, yeah. Is right, but what anyway. So, hey, and are they pissed? The casinos? No, no, no. Joliet. Uh, no. They don't think that, you know, why would you go to fucking Joliet if you could go to the Mega in Chicago right. or. I don't think so. I don't think so. Waukegan's sketchy enough as it is, yeah, man. man. Putting that there. Yeah. And then Danville. Yeah. And then, like, let's say the downstate one that's farther down is Decatur. That's going to be further south than that. Okay. It's going to be like down, like Carbondale. Carbondale. St. Louis. Edwardsville. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Casino Queen. The Unwashed. Anyway. The Great so, Unwashed. Uh, that's right. And um, your town's boring. Oh, wait a Boo Bryant. Right. Way to stay classy, St. Louis. And there was Lewis. talk when I, I, I tuned into the vote. Yeah. I, which is weird. Um, on my phone last night, and there was a, the rep from Peoria was there saying something to the lines to the effect of, this also will allow a land-based casino in Peoria. But... The Paradise in East Peoria, mm-hmm. East Peoria will still get a cut of that money, apparently. Wow. Allegedly. At any rate, I digress. Ooh. Now, the people that got screwed in this bill are DraftKings and Vandal. Nice. They cannot apply for a license for 18 months. Oh. Now, what they can do is they can be the front end for a casino's Online sports. Program. Okay, then I don't think they're losing now that much. Except they but they're a, not getting all the money. That's they're it. just getting a cut. There you go. All. There you go. So, um, for example, mm-hmm. if hot, if hot when if and when because it won't be if when Hollywood Casino and Joliet goes online or Hollywood Casino in general because there's two of them, one in Aurora and one in Joliet. Right. Once they go online, FanDuel can run their sports book, the online one. But you and I still have to go there to sign up. Correct. Okay. You have to go there and sign up. So that's down here. That's kind of a pain in the ass because. But once you do it, the closest you'd have to drive DP, which is about thirty minutes away. Yeah. Minutes but away. I, I, yeah, I have got no interest in signing up over there. No. But I mean, like, if you ever want to, like, that's the closest. Right. Yeah. But then again, once you sign up, I can do everything online, right? I get paid online. That's I my get, understanding. Okay. That's my understanding. All right. I don't know that to be a fact but at any rate 
So that, yeah, it's going to be the casinos, the uh, yeah. So the casinos and racetracks are going to get it first. Like Arlington will have it, uh-huh. um, Hawthorne will have it. Okay. And I don't know. They throw would be probably Fairmont Park, which is downstate. That might be where they build the land based casinos at Fairmont Park. Okay. Which is right across the river from St. Louis. It's like in Edwardsville or something. Now, <clears throat> there's an exorbitant uh, tax on yeah. winning. Yeah. It's, well, the tax on wagers in general. Okay. It's a tax on the whole thing is 15%. Okay. The original tax in the original bill was 25%. I remember that. Then it got knocked down to 20, and then it got knocked down to 15. Okay. Because if if my memory serves, when it was 25, it wasn't like, it's going to be 25 for the first three years, and then it'll scale down. No. It was, it was like, this is it, and it's yeah. staying it. Right. So yeah. if it's 15 and it's staying that, right. it's still better. Right. Um. So the license fees, I don't know, I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but I do know that the online license fees in 18 months are going to be $20 million. Okay. So if when fan, if when FanDuel wants to get in the market as a sports book in Illinois, uh-huh. they got to cough up twenty mil for the license. All right. So what about all of the like mini gaming joints that we have around here that just have like video poker and they some some serve beer. Right. Oh, no. we got like six of those in town. Right. Are they going to be able to have sports gambling? Or My no? understanding is no. Okay. But I. Also, my understanding is they're thinking about putting it in the lottery, like having the lottery. You can bet through the lottery. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. But is that the 18th month rule, too? No. No? No. Okay. No, they they're, they're, they want to see how the state can earn the money. Do you know what I mean? Like, they get the tax and the dough. Like, they get it all if you bet through the lottery. Got it. So, um, but like I said, the big winners in this whole thing are the racetracks, because now they get Instead of having one source of income, they have three. Right. Which is, they've been desperately needing it for years. I'm happy they got it. That's what you're saying. That's great. Um, the big losers are the online, the FanDuel and DraftKings. Well, they're the ones that are early on. Early on, anyway, on the surface. And then you got to imagine Illinois being Illinois. Yeah. They're not going to make it easy for them after the 18 months. Probably not. Probably not. And, and there was a talk today. Somebody asked um, our guy Joe Ostrowski, mm-hmm. who was there. And Joe he's actually in Springfield. He's looking forward to driving back tonight. Sure. Um, you know what about video poker? Is that included in any of this? And nope, it is not. It's not a part of this at all. Hmm. So Illinois, somewhat uh, shockingly, we now have sports betting. Once you know the infrastructure gets built out and we actually have a place to go to bet it. How long that's going to take? I don't know. So let, let me put my, uh, big money okay. hat on. Okay. It's got a big picture of Abe Lincoln on it. Sure. Um, so the 18 months that I'm paying FanDuel and DraftKings to run my online operation right. is going to allow me to make my own. Um, and then at the end of it, the, when they can go out on their own, then I get all the money. You, you I don't pay them a cut at all. No, you would still have to pay them a cut. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is at the 18 months, we say, mm-hmm. okay, DraftKings, okay, FanDuel, you can go and compete against us. Right. We've learned how to do our own infrastructure and right. how to collect yeah. all the money ourselves. Right. Right. So have right. at it. Therein lies the rub, right? Right. Is And, we'll, and we'll what, what if they come with like a 9% tax? Right. Well, the tax rate is set. 
for no matter who's it's, running it's 15 percent. okay so on even every in, bet in the state of illinois it's 15 even when they get separated correct which i'm assuming they're going you gotta, to you gotta keep them separated as well yeah, that's right um but yeah like i said it, the logistics i don't think have been for, quite figured out yet mm-hmm. um but I'm looking forward to see how how it plays out. Because I mean, I, I literally can't believe it. It took as little time as it did. Yeah. And Joe Ostrowski pointed out that the 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 ruling by the Supreme Court yeah was 55 weeks ago. That's all it was. It seems like it was forever ago. Right. It was a little when over we a year started, ago when we first started talking about. Yeah, a little over a year ago, and here we are. Yeah. And we thought for sure, we said upon podcast after podcast, that they were going to fuck this up. Somehow. But they didn't. Well, that's what happens when yeah. you have and we uh, don't know if they did or not, all but, the power. Right, exactly. And you just bigfoot things through. Yep. And they also uh, approved uh, recreational marijuana as well. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> to bury the lead. This yeah. just in. This just in. So that, that, that gambling bill, we would not have sports betting if it did not get put in that capital bill. That was the crux of... of my, what I was trying to say. And how does that work now? I mean, would you just go to the same dispensaries that cats go to now with their medical card and yeah, just I guess so. buy and it? There'll be up? more dispensaries opening up. It's funny when this first, when medical marijuana first got talked about around here, I want to, five, six years ago, people went out and bought little plots of land mm-hmm. all over central Illinois mm-hmm. for that specific reason. That's right. And they had to wait it out. Yep. And now it's time to grow. Yes. However, however, you're gonna have to keep your eye on your shit because yeah. you don't want to just grow that shit on the open. No, because people will just come and take it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's a, uh, it's already built down there. I don't know if they built for medical marijuana, but in a town by me, mm-hmm. there is a greenhouse. Yeah, and they grow weed. That's what they do. Yeah, over so. and downs, same deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of high. Hi. Lucas Giolito, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Dealing. Oh, man. He's so good. He's good. So good. Seven and one today was pitched eight innings. Lights out. Just dealing. Yeah, seven third innings, I should say. But anyway, yeah, just dealing over there, man. Gotta love it. Not so good uh, in the St. Louis area. No. No, no, no. Adam Wainwright um, found the fountain of youth. He did. Well, you know, to, to be fair. To be fair, um, <laughs> that uh, four-hour rain delay last night, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I know. So I, I sat there and watched it because I had a nine o'clock game last night, and I'm like, "Why are they? Why are they? Game? Why don't they just do a? I don't understand it. Why don't they start in the eighth inning tomorrow right. and and roll? Right. I don't. I don't understand why they're right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Wainwright, two hits. Um, Threw 120, 26 pitches, uh, seven, seven, uh, 70 strikes. He had eight Ks and seven walks. On all the walks came early too, and I'm like, "This is great. They're gonna get to him." Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, no, not so much. Never did. And then it wasn't like Hamels shat the bed or anything. He uh, he threw. 84 pitches, 52 strikes, 4 Ks, 2 balls, and the only run he gave up was unearned. And oh. then and then he gets the loss. So that's fair. Sure. Too fair. Um Bryant and Bryant had the only legitimate hit against Wainwright and then Schwarber had a little 
Hey, Duck Snort. The, guy, he got thing with the Duck thing. Snort that fell in. And then um, how did the how did that boring town do in the Stanley Cup the other night? Oh, that boring town. Yeah. Really? Didn't fucking suck on that. You're going to boo him you know, every time he came up? Whatever. That is so St. Louis. Yeah, it is. But I mean, like, you know, Stanley Cup final, you're supposed to be so great. And the Bruins come to your fucking trailer park little fucking arena and beat the piss out of you. Oh, we're going to hang seven goals on you. That's right. You want to come back with two or something? Right. Okay. That's right. We're going to hang it on you. Yeah. Um, St. Louis's only win in this series was in overtime. Yes. So I don't have a lot of faith no. in them I don't tomorrow. Either. No, I don't either. George Michael style. Um, so to touch on Giolito real quick again. Yeah. Today, seven innings, four hits, a run, earned a walk, seven strikeouts. Um, he was lights out today. He was so good. Like, I can't even explain how good he was. Like, his fastball, he basically went fastball changeup all day. They just, he just kept putting it in the right spots, making him think it was a fastball and it was a changeup, and a changeup was a fastball. I mean, it was just ridiculously, unbelievably good. You texted me at one point that he painted the black with a uh, 97-mile-an-hour yeah. pitch. 97 inside on Lindor. Take just that. paint the black, grab some bench. Take it. Yeah. Head down. Bat I mean, down. I, I hate to say that, um, you know, he's a, you know, ace. You know, I hate using that word, but right. But an ace he is. Okay, so is that all we're going to touch on the final? The final. The final. Yes. Okay. And here's the question about the final. Yes. If we're if we're talking about the same final, we are, we're... because there are the finals. Correct. And then there's the final. The final. Here it is. Ready? Here we go. The final. Do Canadians care more about the final than the Stanley Cup final? I'm going to say no, because there isn't a Canadian team involved. I'm going to say overall they care about the sport more. Yeah. But because Toronto is actually in it. Right. That may pull more eyeballs. I don't know. Does right. that get people in Ontario hard to watch that? Apparently. Okay. I'm like like uh Daniel Grigno, the World Series of Poker is going on right now. Yeah. And he's a Canadian guy. Yeah. And he he I don't think he did it on purpose, but he, he busted out of a tournament. Spent the next two hours in his trailer watching the Raptors game. Wow. Okay. So, and he's a huge Vegas Knights fan, you know, he's season tickets sure. on yards. Okay. But I mean I I don't know when you're when you're when your lead fan is fucking Drake. Drake. Yeah. Come on, man. Really? Degrassi alumni. Yeah. Drake. Yeah. I don't know. Right now, that's tied at one, or is Toronto up two zero, two zip? No, I think they've I only played that. one. Okay. Oh, that's right. Playing tonight. Yep. That's right. That's at seven. That's right. And we will have eyeballs on it somehow. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. Yeah, Kawhi. Not real good in the first game. No. Didn't have to be, though, right? He didn't, and that was the thing. I mean, Greta Van Fleet went off. <laughs> it was insanity. And then uh, a player of the game went to um, the Canadian native, right? Uh, let me see. Let me look at the box score real quick. Hold oh, let's see what right. we got here. Uh, Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, 32 points. Yeah. yeah. But they, they played... Almost a perfect game to do that, right? Yeah, you have to. 
If you're going to beat the Warriors, you have to play a perfect game. And no Durant in game two. I don't know how much that and then, affects anybody. I saw something where they got into a Drake at the end of the game or something. Some kind of bullshit. Yeah. Oh, come on, That's man. been going on for a while. You let... No, but but he's kind of been out of control. I mean, the entire playoffs, he's yeah. been like up off the bench, running up and down the... I, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Show some restraint. Right? Yeah, Greta Van Fleet had 15 points in that game. Hot. 33 minutes of game time off the bench. He played more than Marcus Gasol did. Yeah, and that's obviously Warriors have been here before, losing game one on the road. Yeah, Meh. yeah, exactly. It's all about making adjustments, and they will, and what they're going to do tonight, and they will to figure it out. Yeah, no Durant though again tonight, right? No Durant tonight. Um, Kerr said maybe game three. Okay, and um, some talking head on ESPN was telling me that uh, you know this is. Typically, I think it was actually Wilbon. Now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. this is a month long injury that he's had. True, but he's it's only been like two weeks. <clears throat> he's got. I mean, it's the play. What and do you they're mean? like pushing him to get he's back? He's got all off season to get better. Yeah, in theory, right? but it's like you can't. I don't know. I don't know if it's something you can rush. Right, and he hasn't even like attempted to practice yet. No, so that's really? going to just going to roll him out. Well, no. Willis Reed style. No. Kerr wants him to have at least one practice before they make their decision. So, Just laying him out there. Get but, out there. Kick you know, him out on the court. If they lose tonight, I, I think that uh, I think that speeds up his, his return. I think so, too. I think so. And I think more time for Boogie Cousins tonight, too. He uh, had his first game back. Yeah, because he was hurt. He pulled something. Yeah. Ah, got a hammy. And uh, he got minutes at the end of the game. Right. But uh, Did, does it make you feel like a kind of an incomplete sports fan if you're not an NBA fan? I think that's a good like, question you, for like, the do, kids. Like, like, do you feel like you, you're not a complete fan if you don't like the NBA? Because I really don't like the NBA. Well, I think that is an excellent observation. Yeah. And I would be lying to you, yeah. to your face, yeah, right, right here. If I told right you that I care as much. Yeah. About the NBA as yeah. I did when I was in high school, right, or college, mm-hmm. or essentially the Jordan years, right. Exactly, I hundred percent agree. Well, when I was a kid, man, I loved the NBA. Oh my god, NBA and CBS was oh yeah, Dude. baby. Let's do what? Let's go. That was it. Horse at halftime. <laughs> yes, and we're in the you know the Pete Maravich. I'm gonna flip this off your nads and then whatever's outstanding, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, like, and well, and think about the old uh, All Star games when the, it was old timers, and Tommy Heinsohn would hide the ball under his right, jersey. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, I got it under my jersey. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm fat now. I'm old. You look at me. Know. Look at the look at the look at the shtick. Huh? It's funny. Funny. Give me another Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Lakers and Sixers and uh, Celtics. Yeah. I mean, that was that was it. Yeah. And then the Hawks and the, got a little I, dominant. I think one of the reasons I don't like the NBA so much is that it seems like there's always one team. Not two teams or three teams or four teams. It's no. one team. You're right. Like, it's the Warriors. You're right. And it's cool to see the Raptors the playing as well team. as they are. Yeah. And, you know, but, but even back when we were, even the Lakers had that run, I mean, there were still the Celtics and the Lakers. Right. Or there was always somebody like, there to put you in check. There was the Bulls and the Pistons and the Bulls and yeah. the Knicks. Like, there was always... The Rockets. And the, yeah, there was always that... Folly that yeah. one. And I don't. I'm and missing even Utah that. at the time. Yeah, and I'm missing that. Like I'm missing that. Yeah, 
No, you're right, man. The the four or five teams that were good instead of just the one team. And they try to sell it to you um, by saying, oh, you know, it's not just one team. I mean, look at Houston. Look how much they have. And look at you. And you're like, no, No, not really. We all knew what was going to happen. We did. Like it was. We did. As much as we wanted it to not happen. Yeah. And as a fan, as a casual fan, if you think you're bored of that, the team's bored of that. Right. Like they they didn't play well at home right where they have always dominated i mean it's just it's hard to sustain this exactly i mean jordan um leaving to play baseball and then coming back a year to the day let's just say that he may have enjoyed the latest law that was right sure yeah yeah who will be taking advantage Mm -hmm. think he'll come back (laughs) do you think jordan i know you own the charlotte team i get it i understand it but can you come come back to chicago please and help us out. Oh, I was I was thinking that he would pay himself that money instead right. of uh, keeping what's that kid's name in Charlotte that's going to get paid uh, big dollars. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Their only way. I mean, exactly. And the NBA. That's the other thing about the NBA too is that the money is just so ridiculous. Oh, it is ridiculous. Like you can't really. No. I, I mean, I don't know how to put it, but no, because of the because of the floor. Yeah. That they put in. Yeah. I mean, you have to throw money at bums. You do. You have to. There, I mean, there has to be somebody with a max contract. Zach Levine's contract was Ugh. ridiculous. Gross. Um, Just gross. Where is it? I'm not building M- anything M- with that guy. Not MKG. Is that who you're thinking? Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker is who I was thinking of. All right. I think he's a free agent. Yeah, he's seven years in the league, so yeah, that makes sense to be a free agent. Yeah. Um. But he can go somewhere and make a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh. Did you see the shit with Clay Thompson, by the way? No. Okay. So Clay Thompson. So Clay Thompson was not voted on an all-star team or an all-pro team at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. The only way you can get a super max contract in the NBA is to be on an all-pro team. So by him not being on the all-pro team cost him like forty million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. So he can't get the max contract, the super max contract from Golden State. Oh. Yeah, ain't that a kick in the? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's a kick in the fucking nuts. That's, that's what it is. It is. But uh, I mean, again, and and to be, if I'm a hundred percent honest, to mm-hmm. be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I'm not a huge NHL fan either. But if I'm going to watch something during the winter time, it's going to be hockey over NBA. Yeah, like I'm not a huge non-Hawks fan. I have teams I hate, right? Like the trailer park team that's playing right. now in the Stanley Cup Finals, right? That needs to lose. Yeah, Bruins need to finish this shit. Yes, get done. I understand everybody. Oh, Boston's going to get another championship because of shit. No. Nobody cares. Nobody cares because the end. The ends will justify the means. Right. Although I, and believe me, by any means, I am not right stepping up for or saying anything good about the team from St. Louis. Of course. I think it is cool for hockey to have a team that was in last place in January yeah. be in the finals. It's a good story. Right? I mean, doesn't that give every fan hope mm-hmm. that, sure. hey, look at that team did it. Right. Maybe maybe my team can do it. Because we're dog shit now. Because we just got hot at the right moment. And that's where the NHL works. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's not how you do the whole season. Right. It's how are you playing right now. Right. That means everything. Yeah. Like if you if you could, I mean, how many we can go over? Well, it's like, like the NCAA tournament, the Lightning this year. 
Oh yeah, fucking just outscore everybody by a hundred yes. goals and best win the team. President's Trophy. Best team by a mile. By a mile. Bounced first round. First round. Swept. Swept first round. It's how are you playing today? Yeah. It's not how you played all season. Whereas other uh, leagues are kind of how you did you play this season? Wait, let me get a pen. Let me write this down. Yeah, write that down. So, wait, no, write, no, 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 not how Tom. The, quiet. He's trying to write. The, the, not how you played in the. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, do you have yep. Tibbs' email? Uh, I do. Okay, because yep. I'm, I'm going to okay. send him that. Please do. I will. So maybe he'll stop playing his players oh 49 minutes a game. Yes, I know it's only 48, but you understand my point. That, that was, guy doesn't have legs anymore. He's putting shoes on him, his knees. Get him out there. Get him out there. Uh, Finish. We're up 30. Finish. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. Just get his ass out there. Do your job. So just ridiculous. There's a reason why that guy's not a coach right now, right? Right. You can't run your guys into the ground. Well, like he, if you're up 25, Derrick Rose shouldn't be on the floor. You know what, though? He needs a governor. And I guess they tried to do that to him, but it was Garpax that right. tried to do it. Well, so, forget that. Forget you that. know that's not going to happen. No. Correctly, anyway. Wait, what? You want me to? Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who I'll, am I supposed to sit? I'll get right, N- yeah. right on that. Sure craziness crazy talk it is speaking of crazy talk what do you got for me the twins are just <laughs> god fuck <laughs> it's so annoying to look at the standings and see the twins with 40 wins already yeah they're 40 and 18 i don't know if uh you got a chance to catch hit and run today i did not it was solo spiegel and it was glorious oh i bet uh some cat called in mm-hmm and goes, eh, I want to know what you think about this weighted schedule. Uh, right now, the way I see it, uh, the Cubs, if they were in the Sacks division, they'd be in second place because the Twins are so good, and all they do is beat up on everybody else in their division, and it doesn't <laughs> seem fair to me. So Spiegel being the guy that he is, of there's a long pause, and then he goes, yeah, um, <laughs> I actually like it. Because it breeds rivalry and you have a chance to overtake, you have a better chance of moving up faster by beating somebody that's ahead of you, obviously, right? right? Gaining full games versus the half game. And he's like, every time the Brewers and the Cubs play, it feels like playoff baseball. This last weekend in uh, the trailer park, Mm -hmm. it felt like playoff baseball, even though that team hasn't showed any life. No. For weeks. Right. I'm glad we were able to bring that to them. Right. I think that <laughs> the White Sox have uh, a rivalry with the Kansas City Royals, and they play each other 18 times a season, and it's, it, I mean, they throw at each other. I don't know if you see that or not. They throw at each other. And the White Sox uh, beat up on the, the Indians, too. This week they had a five and one home stand, and now they go on the road. Thanks, Gleason. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in, <laughs> Bill. Chiming in, Bill. The ghost of Bill Gleason, everybody. That's right. Just checking in. That's right. Just well, man. The Sox are only one game under five hundred, which means they're going to lose tomorrow. I wish I could put a wager on it right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. Wish I could put a bet on it. Oh, they're off tomorrow. Next day. They're one game under five hundred. They were twenty and thirty coming in today. Another twenty nine thirty. That's a pretty significant run. Yeah, and a lot of it's pitching. Yeah, and they'll lose their next game. So, 
Well, and a lot of the Cubs' woes. I mean, actually, yeah. I'm going to pin all of the Cubs' woes on uh, hitting with men in scoring position. So it was situational hitting, not so much hitting hitting? Correct. Well, you, you remember in the last time we, we chatted, mm-hmm. um, the number the t- 20 home runs in the last nine games, yeah. and they went two and seven. Yeah. How, how, how did the home runs do for you? Uh, they didn't do so much. No. 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 Today, um, and today, three hits, three goddamn hits? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And um, that's not good. No, and I mentioned the first two; the, they were actually off Wainwright, and then um, the kid that came in. Whoa! His his arm was electric. But, oh yeah, Jordan Hicks. Yeah. yeah, he's ridiculous. I mean, throwing like a bucko three. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't have control today. Wainwright had seven walks. Yeah. Ooh. Early. Ooh. Early. Ugh. Yeah, so he had this no hitter going with seven walks. So you're telling he got out of all of so it. So it makes sense. The situational hitting is that when you yeah, had runners yeah. on base because they. I, I think they stranded eight guys because you said that it today. was because you said that it was you know situational hitting. Like I only had three hits. How could they be situational? But because he walked so many people, right? Um, was it eight runners in scoring position that he stranded? Uh, they stranded. The box I'm looking at does not have left. And on base. again, that four hour rain delay. The Cubs are zero for four with runners in scoring position today. I'll tell you that. Everybody was gassed. After last night, um, yeah, was, Coomer was saying he didn't think the players got back to the hotel until like two. Yeah, and then he had to be back at the park at like ten. Ten, yeah, um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I uh, nobody was getting good contact off. Of him. There was, I think, there was five double plays today. Right, and Cubs hit into three of them. Ugh. Yeah, just awful. And that's, I mean, that's that's tired. Yeah, and. the the crux of it is, like you said, it's, it appears on the surface when a pitcher gives up seven walks and you only have three hits. That's not hitting with runner. You're not getting right. making contact. Well, Hamels only gave up two hits. Yeah, and one earned run. That's it. I'm sorry, one unearned run. One he one. Where is it? There it is. Yeah, one unearned run. Yeah. Seven innings, two hits, one run unearned. Here, two walks, four yeah. strikeouts. He pitched great. So, yeah, he he got the beat, uh, Benny's player of the game. Did he? Well, and the loss. It. Well, sometimes <laughs> that happens. Sometimes, like um, Plesac. Oh, yeah. You were telling he's, me he's how slow up, he was. Oh, he did he? Up. Yeah. I think he's that slow when there's runners on base. Got you. But because the Sox weren't really hitting all so that great. So out of the stretch. So out of, he was much better. He was much quicker before. I mean, my game okay. was 240 or 230 or something like that. It was crazy. Because Lucas deals. Yeah. Giolito was dealing. But like the Plesak, that, that is Dan Plesak, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Um, nephew? Dan Plesak's nephew. Right. Okay. And they had his dad at the game. Yeah. His dad is so region, like so northern Indian, <laughs> northwest Indian. Well, he's still south suburbs too. He's just like sure. He's like, yeah, my guy's out there, and you know, it's it's, oh, it's, it's really tough, right? Because like I'm a Sox fan, but uh, you know, we all grew up in Crown Point. We're all Sox fans, but uh, you know, now I'm an Indians fan, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> it's, like it's your kid, you right. dumbass. Right. You know, you can be a fan of your kid, yes, and root for him that day, yes. And then not root for him the rest of the time if you're a dire. I mean, even ple- the, the kids that police that grew up a Sox fan. Sure. So for him, and they were, uh, Benetti and Stone were talking about it. Mm-hmm. He made his debut at Fenway. Okay. That was his first outing. And he's like, and Stone and Benetti were like, I, I bet that this game is going to be harder for him than that game. Probably. Because he's pitching yeah. against guys he like Abreu, who he literally rooted for yeah. growing up. Like, you know. Like it was going to be much harder for him. Right. Police act today: seven innings, four hits, a runner, and one walk, seven strikeouts. He gave up one. He made one mistake to Tim Anderson, okay, who crushed for a home run. But that's it. That's a quality start. That's it. He pitched great. Yeah. And G. Little was seven and a third, five hits, uh, and nine strikeouts, no runs and no walks. I mean, 
to watch Julio pitch is fun. I got to watch Verlander last night. Oh man! And I got to watch Julio today, and it's it was fun. It was fun to score those games because they work fast. They don't fuck around. And he passed Cy Young. And he passed Cy Young in strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. Twenty first person to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, Verlander in out fastball ninety seven in the eighth inning. <laughs> Same thing with Giolito today. Like he that pitch was in the sixth that I sent you. The tech ninety seven on the black on the black. He just rung him up. CB Buckner's strike zone was a little tight. Mm, no, oh, opposite. Soft. Got it. It was a little soft, but the Cubs that, had him not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Seabooker's not really a great ump. No. Not balls and strikes. No. Not balls and strikes at all. Um his dad was an ump, right? Uh I don't know. It's a good question. Oh. I don't know. Back to the sports gambling for a minute. Yeah. Oh, and actually oh, before we get to that. Yeah. So there's the NBA money we discussed. Mm-hmm. There's the sports gambling money we discussed, mm-hmm. which is why you got Pink Floyd at the top. That's right. And you had a story for me about remember. money. Roger Waters in a shed. Oh, right. So, here right. We go. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Roger Waters, the sound at the beginning, you heard uh, the cash register and the money hitting the table or whatever. He recorded that in his shed <laughs> at his house, which I'm assuming would be like anybody else's like garage. Sure. For him, it's a shed. Right. And he had this, and back then, I mean, it was on tape. Uh-huh. And so to do a loop, you had to run the tape through the machine out to like a spool somewhere off the thing mm-hmm. to run it from the spool to another spool to the main spool. So he had to kind of... Right. And he had this whole rigmarole of like inch and a half tape on eight tracks just looping these sounds. Like he did it with tape. <laughs> like, and you sit there and go, like today, it would right. take you five seconds. Sure. You just go... Yeah. Cut, paste. Cut, paste, blend it a little bit. Yeah. Get the EQ right or the volumes right, and that's it. He did it on tape. Beats per minute. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, quantize the whole thing. Just yeah. whoop, and like, and then another quant. Speaking of quantizing, um, here's an awesome YouTube thing. If you need, I think I've even said it before, but um, Vox mm-hmm. has a music channel called Earworm, and they did a thing on Jay Dilla, the uh, rap producer. Okay, and we were talking about the Roots earlier today mm-hmm. when I got here. And uh, they had an interview with Questlove about Jay Dilla's beats. Because Jay Dilla would be on the MPC doing, mm-hmm. do it all by hand. Right. So they're not perfectly lined up. Sure. Even though you could do that on the MPC, that was one of the big qualities about it, is that you can take these off little off beats mm-hmm. and snap them back together to make them into beats. That's between Pro Tools and any DAW, really, now. Right. But back then, that was kind of a revolutionary thing with the MPC. But Dilla refused. And like, I'm not doing it. So he, there's an article, he did a Red Bull, uh, Questlove did a Red Bull interview session, whatever, and he's like, there's these bass notes being played by what sounds like a drunken four-year-old, because they're just off, they're just off. So you have the standard beat, and then you have these bass beats coming in from everywhere, and he goes, I didn't know you could do that. Like, when I was growing up, I had... I thought you just had to boom, right? Right? Uh huh. He didn't know that you go boom, 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 boom. Like he didn't know that could happen. Wow. And he said for him that turned a big light on. Wow. It didn't have to be in four four. It didn't have to be on the ones. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because quantizing just it changed the game in the eighties and the nineties in rap. 
because you could just snap. You can make whatever beat you wanted on it. Right. And if it was fucked up, who cared? You just snapped it, and it sure. was back in line. Well, Jay Dilla used it as an instrument. He used the pads on it to make those offbeat things, to make it sound different. And Questlove styled his yeah. physical drum play yeah. after that. So like, I can put this wherever I want it. It doesn't have to be on the two. It can be on the two and a half or the two and a quarter. And that's really jazz drumming, if you think about it. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But and Going back to Earworm again, he did a jazz thing on uh, uh, John Coltrane. Oh. And uh, there's a piece where he does, he plays the same chord progression in a key, but he changes key every other beat. It's the most fucked up thing. It's ridiculous. It's like ridiculously hard. Wow. It's like a rite of passage for jazz players. Sure. To be able to play mm-hmm. that piece. And they get to, they get to the piano solo in it. The, the, the piano player has no idea what key's in. So he's trying to keep up uh-huh. with these chord changes that are not only chord changes, but key changes. Every other like, note? Yeah. And he's just like, um, um, uh, uh. Uh, it was giant steps by oh, okay, and like he's trying to, uh, 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 uh. and then when he's done and it's time for Coltrane sax, Coltrane just goes Woof, and just takes it over, and just kills it. <laughs> Obviously, it's his song, right? But they tried to like the keyboard players, like he, I don't know what I'm I doing. Yeah, I'm gonna do this, I guess. And but it was so weird, and they pointed out like in somewhat advanced music theory, but not terribly advanced music theory. Each key has seven chords in it. Mm-hmm. And he would take the same chord progression, which I believe was two, four, five, or two, five, four, or whatever. But he'd play it in A, this measure, and then play it in D, this measure, and then play it in G, this measure, and then play it in. Wow. So it was all these chord changes and note changes and going all over the place. And Ear- Earworm did a great job breaking it down. Like, this is, what it, this is what it is. He goes from here to here to here to here to here to here to here. And he was talking about how um, Beyonce, for example, mm-hmm. in one of her songs, "Love on Top," I'm familiar, "Love on Top," I believe it's called. Okay, where the end, every every twelve bars of the end chorus or the end verse, whatever, would go up a key. So it'd go from A to B, and then from B to C, and then C to C sharp, whatever. Like he would progress, she would progress it up the scales. Okay, I thought that was really cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Hard. Maybe we should do that. We can try that. Okay. It's hard, though. It's really hard. Because <laughs> you're used to doing it one way, and I'm 100% down for out-of-the-box thinking. Right. Yeah. But it's really interesting stuff. I recommend Earworm a lot. Do you have a, uh, something you like on the internets? On them damn internets? Do I have something that I like on them damn internets lately? Um, nothing that's jumping out at me. Yeah. Well, we talk about the Netflix thing, the music Boring. docs. <laughs> yeah. The music docs, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, uh, you wanted to mention a story about uh, a concert your friend went to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we mentioned that last show, too. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Uncle Curdy, uh, went, Kurt. went and saw um, Detroit uh, Cobras open for X, who opened for The Damned. Yeah. And he said that the energy at that show was better than anything that he's seen in in years. He yeah. said it was just wall-to-wall people. Everybody knew every single word. It was hot. He's like, the band was feeding off the crowd, mm-hmm. crowd feeding off the band. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you wanted. And you don't always get that right. at a show, especially 
with uh, rockers who have lived hard right. for a long, long time. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, he said the one of the guitar players had to sit down for the whole show. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But he oh. said it was still just loud and everything that he wanted it to be. So I was happy that he and his buddy got to see that. Good. Yeah. Excellent. At the old House is of there, Blues. Is there any shows coming up? Like Castle or something like that? Uh, I thought I saw someone we wanted to see there. Um, well, I know Isbell's coming to Chicago. Yes. Sublime is playing there. Let's see who else we got. Band of Heathens, that's who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, Band of Heathens are playing there. That'd be a show. Yeah. Oh, oh. I think we found a show to go to. And that is? I just found it. Okay. September 22nd. We need to buy tickets right now. Okay. Reckless Kelly. At the castle? At the castle. Oh, yeah. When do tickets Reckless go on sale? Reckless Kelly. <laughs> Reckless Kelly. September wow. 22nd. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. We got to go see that show. Yes, we do. Yeah, that's going to happen. I missed them like the last... <laughs> Three or four times they've come they're playing, close they're because playing they used to Ch- play Springfield. And they're playing in Chicago. Yeah. They're playing some weird Avondale Music Hall, which is someplace around like Milwaukee or something. Okay. Which I never heard of in my life. All right. But if this means I can go see Reckless Clay at the Castle, then yes. that has to be a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. September 22nd. Yes. Amen. Oh, yes. On that high note, Jay. Yes, sir. Clock on the wall. Oh, it's about that time. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to episode 66 of It's That Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash It's That Pod. You can find us on uh, Twitter. I am at, uh, tri- at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the letter. The letter. <laughs> Sleet Shirley. You can email us, Joe at It's That Podcast.com or Jason at It's That Podcast.com. We are on Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play It's That Podcast through the Play-In app. Give us the, the rate, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, man. Is going to be the new motto. I like it. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of It's That Podcast. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.